Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I am Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. And we are trapped in a barren wasteland called Australia. And we Yeah. We've decided to read <laughs> Superman comics. Hey. Yes. Yeah, it's um, been it's been wonderful reading Superman comics, uh, especially, you know, in the new year. Uh, fresh yes. fresh start. Uh, lots of lots of things to talk about. I think we had a pretty productive. Uh, can I, can we call it 2018? We only really started towards the end. Um. Yeah. We we can call it. We can call it 2018. We yeah. we've done eight episodes. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So proven our metal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. Maybe. But it was. <laughs> It was a fun end of the year. What it, it was a fun whenever we started to now. Yeah. 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 No, sweet. So we've got um, plenty ahead for 2019. We've got ideas kicking around. We've got, you know, proposals, you know, pinned up on the boards. And Connor L has little pieces of red string strung between different points on the map. It's all happening. Yeah, definitely happening uh, for our next episode, which is jumping the gun a bit. But uh, we will be having, we will be having guests on, and we will be yeah. talking about Superman the movie. Yes, mm. that Superman the movie that I have mentioned in probably every single episode we've done, and usually in a negative fashion. <laughs> Despite the fact, believe it or not, I like that movie. So, you know. I just think, I, yeah, yeah, I'm keen to keen to hear your thoughts, uh, your critique on it. I guess um, I know that you mentioned that there are a lot of things that probably veer away from the the comic book law, but uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good it'll be a good discussion with the uh, the other two guys. Yeah, yeah. So we're te- we're teaming up with the guys from the Krypton Report, uh, home to the unofficial podcast about the TV show Supergirl and Krypton, but they also cover. Uh, some comics now and then they they've covered like Man of Steel and stuff. So go check them out. Have they interviewed Tyler? They interviewed Tyler. I don't think so, but I haven't actually looked for any Tyler interviews. Oh, so yeah, well, maybe, maybe we can ask them. Maybe we can ask them on their thoughts on Tyler Hoochlin, if that's how you ask, pronounce it. Ask them to ask him to shave off that salt patch. <laughs> Do it. You know? Yeah. God. Yep. I'm writing that down now. That is one of the things that we'll ask him. <laughs> I don't need my Clark Kent with a soul patch, okay? You're not convincing me he's like a Midwestern farmer if he's rocking a soul patch, okay? I know. He might as well just have, not happening. He might as well have a pork pie hat and a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he'll be on a cleanse as well. He's he'll be drinking. What he'll be that? drinking his like oh, yeah. tea. <laughs> is um, uh, yeah, his grass. Lemon gra- yeah. whatever the grass water. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we offended vegans. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> I've I've vegan friends and I give yeah, exactly. them shit my, all the time. Exactly. So. My cousins are vegan. Everything. All of, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So what what's been happening? Uh. What what have you been? Doing? Have you read any Superman? Have you watched any Superman well, since last time? Or Connor L, you'll be you'll be quite proud of me since our last episode, the last one of last year. I have purchased a couple of titles. Uh, I think I mentioned before I got the All Star Superman already off yeah. off a sale, and I uh, I had a a bit of a recap of what what you had mentioned. And look, I did mention that I was going to get the the World of Krypton. I think uh, that you were saying. Yeah. yeah, I I for forwent that is that is that how you say it? I, f- I had foregone that. Foregone, uh, forsook, forsook that. Oh, forsooth. I, I had forsooth that, and I picked up the Kingdom Come Deluxe Edition, uh, only because you lauded it so well. So I thought, well, I can't ignore that. So yeah, I picked that up. Haven't read it yet though. So it's still it's still uh, on my pile, um, but yeah. having said that as well, I've uh, read Superman one thousand and six. Uh, I thought that was pretty good by Bendis. We had a, a quick little chat about that, didn't we? 
Yeah, yeah, Action Comics 1006. Oh, sorry, Action um, Comics, was it? Yeah, sorry. Well, it's Superman in Action Comics, yes. but it is, yeah. So, yeah, no, that, the, the, the new Bendis run continues mm. to... A bit of flip-flop, I preferred his Superman title, but now I prefer his Action Comics title. Yeah. Uh, it, just, it had, had it just come out this... I've forgotten already. Is it? Is it just released this week? We, we can't spoil anything. Yeah, it released okay. this week. Okay, no spoilers then. I just, uh, as I mentioned before, I adore the artwork. Yeah. It's Ivan Ivan Rees, is Re- it? Yeah, really good, really good. Uh, he's he's fantastic. Like I think I'm picking up the Superman title mostly because of the artwork. Like all these big space battles and stuff is yeah. really awesome. The-, the writing for me is just like eh, it's there. I don't I don't really find it that interesting what he's yeah. doing in the Superman title. Yeah. Um, okay. But uh, Action Comics, on the other hand, I think the writing is better. Mm. I think Bendis just lends himself to street level better, and uh, Action Comics is definitely the street level Superman title Yeah, out of the two. Well, um, I mean, I'd, I'd agree with you to an extent there as well. I certainly think Bendis is, is more at home with writing that sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, I like the... Uh, the silly epicness of that, you know, the space stuff in Superman. Yeah. So I, I don't mind if if the writing is a little loose. Um, I'm not sure how he's working with the characterizations of the characters because being a newbie, um, I'm not sure if he's going against the grain. But um, yeah, his action comics. Are, yeah, I. Oh, as much as I do like the cosmos, uh, they'd be on par for me. I think I'm really enjoying the action comics. At the moment, um, and it's strong Bendis writing. So despite what, yeah. You know, a lot of flack that he got last year. Um, he's really strong. He's, he's really um, he's running for Superman. He's he's been really good at the moment. Yeah, he's he's uh, Action Comics has a lot of Clark being a investigative journalist, mm. you know, and occasionally stepping in as Superman yeah. when he needs to, and that's just been really fun to read. Um, I also mentioned off the air since uh, Bendis wrote Daredevil on Alias. Mm. You know, it's yeah. kind of like. Clark Kent has Daredevil's senses, yeah, you know, and he's written Alias, which is about a private investigator. So they merge. I think. I think he he's already had experience writing this type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, this superpowered investigation mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he has cited Daredevil a lot for writing Superman. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, and on a slight tangent, um, on the the issue that we're going to cover, you know, for this episode, yes, um, I I actually um, saw a lot of Cyclops <laughs> in this episode. So it's so funny, you know how Superman's Gene. like, yeah, yeah, you know how he's like a summation of basically he can, you know, he's a Superman, uh, and and you know, you just mentioned Daredevil and Jessica Jones, you can start seeing other traits, and and I, I got a big sense of Cyclops in um <laughs> in this issue that we're covering. He does. He, I mean, I'm disappointed you didn't scream, Gene. Yeah. And he was, uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, having said that, though, what mm-hmm. is uh, what is this issue that we are covering then? So this issue is Superman number ten, uh, in its second volume, volume two. So the Superman run that started in 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have, yeah, it is by. John Byrne, mm-hmm. the John Byrne, round of applause, hey. uh, somewhat con- uh, be- both beloved and controversial in the Superman circle. Okay. Because, you know, he when he did his reboot, uh, his Man of Steel reboot, which we both read, he scrapped a lot of the elements of previous Superman continuity, which people weren't too hot about at the time and some people are still not too hot about so oh, okay. i thought you i thought you said that that was a like a really important and popular run oh I didn't, it is I didn't it, realize it definitely it was, is yeah. there's just some real diehard uh fans that because ah. like you know uh superboy was gone superboy um yeah right you know his uh they got they they changed changed krypton completely right from being like you know just just to a miserable place where it's more putting old yeller out of his misery as opposed to a super tragic death of a planet yeah <laughs> um, right you know just stuff like that plus they they, they he really hammered the human human factor of superman in that he's more earthman than kryptonian um 
which is just a very yeah. different change of pace at the time. Yeah. But it is considered still uh, the sort of Batman year one of Superman Origins. Yeah. So do you like it? Do, or do you have a few yeah. issues with it? Okay. okay. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I have a couple of quibbles with it, but, like, nothing major. I mean, like, this... I have a couple of quibbles with this version of Superman. But yeah. that being said, I'm doing a huge read-through of this version of Superman. And I love this version of Superman because I've read him from his inception. I know him inside out. Right. You know? And his, probably his biggest flaw is he's a bit... Uh, have you played much D&D? Right? No, I haven't. Um, uh, no, no. Uh, a little bit uh, curious, but I haven't. No, I haven't. Is, is well, it, he's, yeah? he's very law-abiding. Okay. And so there's he's, there's a alignment in D&D called lawful good. Mm-hmm. And if you're not careful, you can veer into lawful stupid. And ah. <laughs> Superman's kind of veered into lawful stupid a couple of times, I think. Uh-huh. Um, okay. But I've, I think that's more the writing uh, than anything. But yeah. You know, it, 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 it's a bit of a problem where it doesn't really happen much early on, but that's my only, yeah. you know, I have a problem with all eras of Superman, but I love all of them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're all different. They are. Rich and I varied. Like Rich and varied. Yeah. So this, this, is, this is the same Superman that we talked about last as well. I mean, they're all the same Superman, but, you know, this is the modern Superman that's not uh, making black holes out of suns. Yeah. Etc. That's so cool, though. It is not not reversing the orbit of the Earth. No. uh... Well, that was never cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this cover then. Mm -hmm. Ah, look. Uh, Yeah. What are your initial thoughts on this cover? Oh, you know, it's a classic old school cover. The really dramatic sort of style. Mm -hmm. Um. Kind of feel like it's a cover you would more see in the seventies than the late eighties, but absolutely, there's not that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Connor L. But uh, around this era, it's not that popular to to put word balloons on covers, right? It was more earlier on. I'm not sure about the eighties. Uh, I would guess so, but I'm by no means really an expert on that. Mm. But just you, you're the, not a, you're not an expert at whether or not there are word balloons on the cover. <laughs> no, as a, as a <laughs> very whether they're like oh, yeah. looked down upon or not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. That was the same. I mean, like I heard that somewhere. I don't know. Um, you know, and less and less in the modern era, you, you get less and less word balloons. So that that's kind of what struck out to me first. The other thing as well, and I guess we'll get into it, is the the John Byrne art. There's something very comforting for me about John Byrne art. It's just it's mm. just very solid. Um, look, albeit some of the faces can kind of look the same, they can kind of all look related in some sense. Um, but there's it's it's a you know very particular John Byrne style, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like I think each artist has their mm. little little shortcomings. Yep. Um, yep. Like Alex, I love Alex Ross, but. Uh, sometimes he doesn't convey motion very well and right. his pictures are too busy so you know yeah yeah um true like some of some of specifically like the really heroic characters in john Byrne stories can look a bit samey you know the, mm-hmm. the heroic chins and stuff yeah yeah the chins um, isn't it? yeah i can't i can't wait to i, I feel like i can't i'm trying to remember because i really want to i'm just going to look it up because do it if you remember the third issue of man of steel had Superman and Batman, and I want to see if they have the exact same jawline or not. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. I remember Burns as Batman. Very, because he, he does a good, he does a good, he does good heroes, superheroes in general. They're just really. And he, I would be remiss to not mention that he was a big Iron Fist artist. Yeah. Well, actually, um, just going back a bit, and sorry, Connell, we haven't. Um, have we officially started this this uh, review? No. Okay, good, good. Hang on. Let, let's put a little cap in it there. Um, you asked, you know, what, what's been happening, what's uh, reading much yeah. Superman, so done that. You've, done, you've read Action 1006 as well. Yeah. Um, before I ask you what else, what other stuff you've been reading, uh, I just wanted to also say I have been reading, um, rereading John Burns' uh, Namor, The Submariner uh, oh, yeah. run. Uh, really cool. And, of course, Iron Fist features in that. 
Yeah. Um, I might actually have to ask you a question off air on that um, because I know sure. that you weren't too happy with it. But anyway, I just I want... wasn't. I, I thought I thought you said somewhere in one of your episodes that you you weren't you were unhappy at how Iron Fist was betrayed in the Namor. No, no, I was unhappy with how Iron Fist was betrayed at the end of the Power Man and Iron Fist run. Oh, I thought okay. he was fine in Namor. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, because um, because it's not really him. I mean, spoiler alert. <laughs> so the the thing with that Namor thing, because I read I've read those issues as an Iron Fist fan, and it's pretty yeah. confusing coming in knowing nothing about Namor, reading yeah. that whole thing. But um, <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate John Byrne for the fact that he's like, I like Iron Fist, and I want to bring him back yeah. to life. So he'd been dead for a bit at that point, mm-hmm. and he died because the writer wanted to say F you to Marvel for cancelling his run. So Right. Good right. on you, Mr. Byrne, you weirdo. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Pretty so. sure you're a pedophile, maybe. What? Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, well, okay, maybe that was a bit far, but I feel like I don't know, man. He puts yeah, he ain't he no Kevin Spacey, his, you know. <laughs> he puts some of his deviancies into his comics sometimes. Right. Um, nice. Like that Superman porno issue, which is amazing. Oh, um, well, you're gonna have to show me that one after the show. I feel like he, I feel like he just tries to contain himself, and then he'll just like, sp- like oh, I'm not gonna use that. He'll just put all of his fantasies like into one issue, and then it's out of his system. <laughs> yeah. So he'll just keep writing. Then like one issue down the line, he'll pull all his fantasies into that. Yeah. It's like really weird. Um, but uh, he kind of released the tension. You know, yes, just, yeah. let's not go further into analogies <laughs> for that. <laughs> but anyway, um, sorry, before uh, having said that, though, I just wanted to get that across because you, you were talking about Iron Fist and John Burns' yeah. connection to that. So he did feature in, in Namor. But what else did you? What else have you been reading? Um, so I have been doing my big read-through of this uh, 80s, 90s Superman mm-hmm. Um the writing had there has started to be a fair few duds, unfortunately, oh. Oh. as they've gotten more writers on. I noticed uh, Jurgen's writing uh, isn't as strong as Roger Stern's or Jerry Ordway's, and oh. Louis Simonson's is uh, pretty bland. Isn't, is that say. Louise? Isn't that Louise, Louise Simonson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simonson. yeah her, I'm not. She's done one annual which I really loved. It was like a what-if story, but her other issues have been meh. Yeah, so right. I can yeah. see why sales might have started to flag. Yeah. Because I'm coming up to death of Superman. So. Ooh. By yeah. the way, I just saw an ad on, I think it was on YouTube, for the movie, The Death of Superman and The Reign of the Superman. That looks good. Yeah, uh, Death of Superman's out if you haven't seen it. Oh, is it? Oh. Really, uh, really awesome. Is it? Okay, cool. Didn't expect it to be that good. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, they really knocked us out of the park. And of course, uh, Reign of the Supermen will be cool. I'm actually seeing a double feature of that here. Oh, will we Uh, see a mullet, a super mullet in that, you think? I don't think so, but I hope Ah. so. Yeah, why not? It should be. Well, it just makes sense. Like, he grew hair. Mm. He didn't have time to, you know. To crop it. Yeah, he shouldn't keep it though. Nah, he unless like, he nah. tied in yeah. a bun. <laughs> but Reign of the Superman's exciting. I think okay. that's why they did Death of Superman again because they wanted to do Reign of the Superman because we've never really seen that. That's so. with all obviously. There's that, that guy with the super hammer, right? And, and yeah, the steel, steel cyborg. Yeah, Superman. yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be pretty fun to see. Yeah. Really looking forward to it. When it first so, came out, like, you know, in the 90s, I thought it was a bit kitsch, but then looking back, you know, hey, it's a 90s. Everything's kitsch back then. Well, so. I, love, I love the whole idea, like, these four supermen that represent a different facet of him. Of his personality. The, of, like, sort of of himself, like, taken to the extreme. Right, right. You know, so right. Steel is the man of Steel. Ah, and Oh, that's a bit eradicators. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. And eradicators, like you know, the last son of Krypton, because ah, he's like a, us. Yes. Um, and then there's Superboy, who's all about like the adulation mm-hmm. and fame. And then there's Cyborg Superman, who's like you know the man of tomorrow. He's all futuristic. So ah. I don't know. I really like how they 
did that. Uh, yeah. yeah, you should you should watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'll I think I'll try to somehow watch it. Be good. Yeah, I haven't been able to watch anything lately, Connell. Just had to. That that's I uh, yeah. But uh, I'd love to. Yeah. But I'd love to. Yeah. So back to this that detour aside. Back to this cover. Uh yeah, the cover. Uh yeah. Uh, really good. Uh, Superman drawn very well. Uh, yep. It's not cluttered, again, like the previous covers that we've seen. There's actually a bit of colour in it. it, it there, there is a bit of pop. Uh, Superman, anyway. How do you feel about the the pink speech bubble? Um, yeah, it's a bit weird, it being pink. Like, I don't know why. Obviously, for it to stand out, uh, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, yeah no, I'm fine with it. Uh, did, you, did you have reservations against that? No, it just stood yeah. out. It was a bit odd, but I, I think Burn does Burn. He does really good posture, posturing, for mm. um, uh, more so I think of Perry White and Lois and and uh, Jimmy in the back. More so Perry White, really yeah. good, really good sta- stature of the of the figures. Uh, Superman looks maybe a little a little uh, stiff. Can I say that? Um, the way he's walking and stumbling. But, yeah, but uh, that might that might be deliberate though. Yeah, true, true. Considering, uh, oh, we should mention that uh, Carl Kiesel's on the inks. Oh, yes. Carl Kiesel is no small name either. No slouch. No, he is not. Uh, Remember his Daredevil run? Yeah. uh, Which you would have read, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. I mean, like, his name doesn't ring a bell, but I'm I'm sure I've come across some stuff. Um, And there's a a vast amount, actually, of detail in the background. Uh, which yeah, the buildings are all very the building, shattered. the debris on the ground uh, surprised me actually. Uh, a bit. John Burns not well for me. He doesn't seem he's not like ultra detailed. No, he's not. Yeah. Um, like I I noticed that in Iron Fist there was like his art was very good, but yeah. in some some Iron Fist artists like Gil Kane. Uh, who's probably still my favorite Iron Fist artist, actually. Yeah. We, we've talked about on this podcast because oh, he Superman. Yes. Yeah. He has a Gil Kane Superman collection trade out there. All right. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, I'll yeah. pick that up. But anyway, um, uh, you know, you have fight scenes in Iron Fist comics and, like, the backgrounds would be very detailed as he's doing martial arts moves. But John Byrne tends to have just like colors yeah right and like no background at all yeah and just focus on the characters fighting um yeah. you know he's not like a super background detail guy sometimes which which is a fine line because it could end up similar to look i'm a fan of, of, of declan shelby um and it could appear or make the artists appear like they're rushing their work or they're a bit lazy which is which is a shame um, so it's a fine line because if it's something that Byrne wants to do intentionally, um, then all, all well and good. But it could be perceived that you know he's just skimping on on the background stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's a fine line to walk. I think. Yeah, and I don't think he is. I think he's evoking colours to set the mood. Yeah. Well, uh, Declan. Um, I mean, uh, my point was, I guess Declan Shelby very much did that. Uh, came across that in uh, the Return of Wolverine, which is a series out now. Uh, God, how many how many returns <laughs> of Wolverines has there been? Holy crap! Like, yeah. yeah, well, it shows with the artists. I mean, they're just trying to catch up, aren't they? And and so, <laughs> look, very rushed artwork. Anyway, that was my point. Um, but no, yeah, Burn. Not to say that Burn does that at all, but um, yeah. Anywho, yes. Uh, so, well, that that's that for the cover. So, uh, well, shall we get to the synopsis for the issue then? I'm ready. All right. Up, 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 up and, away. and away. The Super Menace of Metropolis. Clark Kent arrives at work and finds that his X ray vision is acting bizarrely. First he sees his fellow staff members as white skeletons, then he begins seeing them completely naked. Shortly thereafter, his heat vision begins acting up. Realising that he must leave, Clark quickly dashes out of the building. Flying high over Metropolis, his super hearing begins to intensify to the point that he hears everything that is taking place in the city. 
Suddenly, a large red robot called Clash flies out from nowhere and begins attacking Superman. Superman tries to fight the robot but faces numerous problems as his powers are still going out of control. They continue their fight in Constitution Plaza in Midtown Metropolis. Unfortunately, Clash has a warp field surrounding him so that only Superman can see him using his infrared vision. His voice is pitched at a modulation that only Superman's super hearing can detect it. To the casual observer, it appears if Superman is going berserk fighting with no one. Superman calms down long enough to figure out what is going on. He takes Clash high into the atmosphere and destroys him. He discovers that one of Lex Luthor's satellites has been intensifying the solar radiation in Superman's cells, causing his powers to go out of control. The satellite is also responsible for Clash's programming. Superman destroys the satellite and sends Maggie Sawyer to the LexCorp officers to interrogate Luther. Lex is armed with a lawyer and ready to declare that Clash robot was a defense project that had malfunctioned. He offers to pay for the damages and as such cannot be held accountable for any attacks made against Superman. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A, a pretty a pretty tight like a, I'm assuming it's a one shot. It's um, uh, you know, there's a, there's a little lead to, yeah, to all, stuff further down the line with all Sawyer. of these. Yeah. Like every issue, especially at this point, they're all connected. Um, so there's, yeah. you know, but it, it is it is standalone. Um, it's standalone enough that you can definitely read it without. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, without without wondering too much. Oh. Or, or something being obvious that okay, that's obviously going to be setting up for yeah. the next issue. Um, it, it could pre- it pretty much kind of wraps up in a nice and neat yeah, bow. Yeah, no, it does. It's uh, um, mm. yeah. So I will I will actually mention that this issue is a listener request from Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. Nice. Um, Thank feel you. free to send us more, guys. Uh, yes. So it'd be interesting to to know Rebecca's. Um, reasons for choosing this as well. Maybe much, you know, the same reason why we like this issue. Uh, Maybe, you know, some of the, the I know the reason, actually. Um, I can get into it now, okay. if you want, because it's a part... So sure. that panel where Superman's super hearing goes out of control, you see all of yes. those panels there, like all those speech bubbles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they're, Page yes, seven. They yes. are from actual comics that came out that week. Like actual oh. other titles. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, actually, that's she sent cool. me a list here of, uh, so like Superman's hearing all of these events that are happening in different titles. So there's one from uh, uh, Batman Four Twelve, and it, oh. some of these panels are pretty funny because he's like looking at this mime, um, and then you know, Booster Gold Twenty One. Uh, Captain Atom yeah. 8, The Flash, page 5. Uh, no, The Flash, issue 5. Wow. Uh, Fury of Firestorm, 64. Infinity, Inc., 43. Spectre, 7. Suicide Squad, 6. And Swamp Thing, 65. Teen Titans, Spotlight, 15. Vigilante, 46. Wild Dog, 2. Wonder Woman, 9. And, uh, yeah. So, that is that is a really cool... Like crossover Easter egg, yeah, very yeah. cool. And uh, super fans Connor L will yes. add all of these in the show notes with references to the particular pages and issues that they yeah. are on, which is collected L. by one article actually. Uh, oh. you're not phased. I was, like, well, I was trying to trying to. Brian think. Cronin yeah. wrote the article with um, collecting all of these, and he got he got the suggestion. Uh, to do it. it it's all in the article itself uh, i didn't know i didn't oh. research what panels these issues were from myself like i i it, there, there's a link yeah. there where some guy has i think he's missing like one yeah. or two but yeah uh it's did you say brian crane no no did brian he Cran- oh uh, he wrote oh. the article <laughs> about it but yeah, yeah yes so that's that's really awesome how they yeah, yeah. that's very clever that's very clever yeah, like that. that's great. Okay, well, and and that's that's what piqued Rebecca's yes. interest. I uh, take it for this issue. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so that was really cool. Um, yeah, I liked this issue. It's pretty good. I've mm-hmm. I read it a couple of months ago because I've been doing this read through, but I did read it again. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's amusing too. Uh, you know, when he opens the elevator at the start, and there's just three skeletons there. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was quite jarring, actually. The first page, um, I immediately I was like, uh, <laughs> hang on, um, what's going on here? But it doesn't take long before you realise yeah. what's happening. So, yeah, it's a really, really fun Yeah, opening. and then he sees everyone naked, which is pretty funny. Yeah, so there's, you know, it, it actually it kicks off with a, a nice bit of bit of humour, yeah. comedy. And then it um, starts to get a bit more... So it kind of, yeah, towards uh, um, yeah, as we get along, but uh, it's uh, I mean, as it, as as this uh, debilitation, I guess, of of Superman's powers becomes more worrisome for Clark, uh, it starts to get a bit more serious. But um, no, I I found that was quite yeah. fun, actually. He, yeah. he does cause a lot of damage. <laughs> yes, he know. does. He does. Um, similar to the movie, they would have to try and rack up a bill. Yeah. She's actually damaged in the city. Because his heat vision just goes yeah, haywire. No, and um, in one then it goes so haywire uh, because the way, the way quote-unquote, the science works is the, the heat vision was yeah. invisible. But in this issue, it became so strong that you could actually see it. And that's that's where the Cyclops yeah, beams yeah. come in. Um, yes, that's exactly. Yeah, uh, actually, I like that point. Um, I remember reading that going, oh, cool, so typically you can't see it. Because um, I've seen in the, in the Superman comics I've read that his eyes just kind of glow, yeah. and, you know, the the gun the gun melts or whatever. But, yeah, this is the first time I've actually seen the, the rays come out of his eyes. And, and when I grew up, I mean, and, and in the Superman movie, the Richard Donner film, you see the... Yeah, you, know, you see the lasers coming out of the eyes. So that's what how I always thought it would be. But uh, yeah, it's interesting to note that that's not really the case. Yeah. Um, yeah, only on special occasions. He, he, you see a whole gamut of his of his powers here as well. Obviously, the X ray vision, which was the the fun thing to begin with. Um, but uh, does he do? Oh, maybe I'm getting that mixed up with another. Um, his super strength, I yep. guess, obviously, was another thing that he kind of loses. Does he do? Does he do his um his big no. his big breath thing? No, no. It's uh, it's okay, you know, it's a bit uh, harrowing, I guess, because it's like it's holding his head. This this uh, aptly named Clash, I guess, yeah. is holding his head towards the streets, and he can't close his eyes because it just burns. them. so yeah, it burns he's causing eyelids. like you see the buildings on fire and everything. You're like, oh, holy crap! You know, this is a lot of collateral damage. That would be damage. terrible. Um, it was yeah. a and yeah, like, so good punch-up, yeah. too, I guess. Uh, I, I feel like the robot's too red. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the punch-up was good. The battle was good. I found, yeah, I found the robot clash a bit too generic. Very um, generic. A bit, bit, of, bit of a, yeah, a bit of a nothing. But then again, the, the robot serves a purpose in the story, let alone, you know, in the actual event. Um, the, you know, the writer, John Burns, obviously he just needed some generic enemy to to battle could have added a um, bit of color though surely yeah maybe yeah. is he red because of the infrared thing infrared maybe yeah i think um, so okay I think so, yeah. yeah so we we as the readers see that but we're really not meant to see him um but yeah i found that that was pretty smart oh actually i found that actually a little annoying one of the the down points i think of this this issue was, and what annoys me, it, it's very tropey as well, is when there's a situation that is very simple to explain. Um, so Sawyer comes out and she's talking to Superman, what's going on? He could quickly say, look, you know, I've, you know, there's something, there's something. He, he doesn't allude to it. He, sorry, he only alludes to it. And that just causes her to think that he's actually destructive and wants to cause all this harm. Whereas I felt if he, you know, if he spent the time to say sorry uh my powers are out of control um you know this is not my doing then there wouldn't be a he does say he's in the middle of a pitched battle when she tries to talk to him but he doesn't realize that she can't see this giant robot that's trying to um but you're right he he could have mentioned that his powers are out of control but um you know yeah Yeah. you're right it is a little bit of a thing it didn't it didn't jar me that much though because it's Mm -hmm. not like he just you know, it, it's not like he just said, um, he, he did say he's in the middle of a battle, I guess, which got some points for me instead of it being a complete communications uh, okay. breakdown. Um, well, if he didn't say that, which is ambiguous enough, if he didn't say, if he took that out, I'm in the middle of a pitch battle, um, <laughs> everything else is could be construed yeah. differently. 
this is no time for games. No. And then he kind of shoots a, a beam. Either way, it has, um, it has no bearing on the plot or, or consequences because they shoot no. him. But then, like, he... It's quickly He it's obviously quickly resolved. explains afterwards, yeah. and they're totally cool with him. Like, yeah. they don't care at all that he's lost control, so... Yeah. Um, oh, no, absolutely. There's no bearing, but it's just one of those yeah. tropes that I see a lot, that I'm familiar with. Not that I see a lot. I mean, I can't cite anything off the top of my head, but oh, it's very familiar. Miscommunication sure readers to explosions yeah. and fights is a yeah. huge yeah. thing in comics. Yeah. In fact, that was, that was yeah, one of the yeah. miracles of Silver Surfer and Superman, is that there was no... They didn't fight because of any miscommunications. Yeah. So, like, they didn't fight at all, That's which right. is a. It's just, you know, yeah. and the same with uh, Iron Fist and The Thing in Marvels 2 and 1. They didn't fight each other. Yeah. Which is, is good. Maybe because it's something that you, you don't yeah, expect. Yeah, because sometimes, because yeah, yeah. most of the time when they fight, it's just like, it's just going through the motions. Like, you know, they're fighting because of miscommunication. And they're going to make up, and they're going to, you know, well, they're going to resolve yeah. it. They're going to yeah. understand, you know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was one of, the, just, just one of the just one of the spear dick. Um, what did you think of Lex Luthor? Lex um, is great. Had it, yeah. I, I had a, a little bit of an issue with his uh, Bat his Lex. Appearance. Okay, again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't. I to, to be told, truth be told, again, I didn't record. I didn't realize it was Lex in that first panel. Um, I was thinking Kingpin. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and he's very Kim King esque in this, isn't he? Yeah, it's a very, um, very different but, Lex to the one we have covered previously, mm, because yeah, this is the real, yeah. this is the real uh, corporate bad guy, evil businessman Lex. You know. And a lot older as well, and and I didn't I didn't realise he was portrayed as this like you know, um, so I thought it was just some other generic criminal at first because she doesn't address him as anything, um, yeah in the in page six yeah. on page six, so yeah it's not until later that I, I knew that was Lex but you know, maybe old Razor's a little slow yeah it it, it would be a bit <laughs> jarring but like in the context mm, of this story yeah. and stuff like this is you know like I I, re I really like this Lex Luthor. This Lex Luthor is an yeah. absolute bastard with probably, oh, yeah, like, you could feel, like, some empathy and sympathy for the Lex he talked about before, but this Lex, there is, he has, his redeeming qualities are zero. He doesn't have any. I'm not joking. Mm. He is a monster. <laughs> He's just, uh, yeah. you know, um... Do, do they play up his corporate angle here, like, in this around this time more than his his genius yes. angle i mean i know he's he's construed this this uh, elaborate plan for superman which is which is a pretty funky thing to do and and it's uh scarily easy for, for lex to manipulate superman's powers he is a, like that he is a genius um, but generally he yeah. gets generally he yeah. just hires like other scientists so they don't they don't really yeah. play yeah. out that they play out the business of an angle a lot more than the genius angle um, uh -huh. like most, a lot of stuff will be come up with by his other scientists, but he does now and then, like, uh, he does reassert himself as smarter than everyone else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, yeah, right. he's, he's that higher station that he's not doing the, you know, hands-on work himself. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and again, like with covert action, covert operations, he labels everything. So the satellite has got a clear Lex core. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, he was prepared so, with his lawyer, so... Yeah, true. Yeah, So, uh, yeah. it's the whole... It's a really... This... I guess the Birthright Lex... Uh, the Lex and Superman Birthright kind of merges this business and Lex Luthor with the sort of mad scientist, mm -hmm. childhood friend of Superman one, and you get both, which is... You know, I like both, but this Lex Luthor, he's really interesting because his whole thing is he... What what's made Metropolis a great city is Lex Luthor. Mm. You know he owns so much of it. He's built so much of it. Even though he's because I've a recent development is uh, he's died in heavy quotation marks in the, in the uh, Superman run I'm reading. So like this era, yeah. and the city's economy and employment is just falling apart completely. Like, he's yeah. this awful, evil, horrible person, but with him gone, like, all of these people are suffering, and Metropolis is just going down the gutter, and it's a really interesting um, aspect to that character, because while he has no redeeming qualities, 
he is actually holding this sort of he is what makes metropolis the city of tomorrow you know what i mean yeah, yeah so yeah. it's kind yeah. of like kingpin you can you can say the kingpin in new york city as well uh um, can you i mean whenever kingpin's well, been ousted from power there's not really been a fallout there's been like gang wars but ga- yeah gang wars but not yeah like, yeah fair enough yeah, I guess I'm. I'm thinking more of a. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, so maybe like, yeah, so Lex has more of a. Kingpin's more, more of, of a, a. Kingpin does try and go legitimate, but he's more of a straight up crime boss. Mm-hmm. Like you know, whereas Luther is a guy who, like Luther's whole shtick, is you can't take him down because. You know he's quote unquote legitimate. Yeah. Um, right. And without him, you know, the city would sort of stop spinning so he's a smart fellow see he's uh he's given himself some insurance yeah that's the thing making the city dependent on him he's so smart i don't have that just kill the joker already syndrome with this like sleuther because i'm like well i can see why superman can't just take him out you know yeah there's just so much lex is so smart he's kind of got the whole city as a shield and everything it's uh yeah yeah, you think it's a, it's only a matter of time before we see Bendis play with Lex, right? Yeah, um, he hasn't. That'd be interesting. He hasn't really used any actual Superman villains besides uh, Zod, Rogel. Well, Rogel. I meant uh, villains that weren't created by him. I should it's say classic classic villain Connor L. Rogel Zod. Oh, uh, Rogel, Rogel's Zod. He's a classic villain. Oh yeah, sure. The <laughs> the Lobo Doomsday Frankenstein's monster. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and we, we've well, talked about Lex a lot because we love talking about Lex. Um, yeah. But he's an interesting character. He is. Yes. And he um, he gets away with it, obviously, in this issue. Yeah, he, he does, and it's that that kind of cocky arrogance at the end, which which gets up Sawyer's goat. Um, and I pretty much I do like. Uh, What's her first name? I like Sawyer. Maggie. I think she's a Maggie. Yeah, she's a she's a no nonsense sort yeah. of. Yeah, no, she's really good. Police woman. Uh, is she a detective? What is she? Uh, she's the yeah. head of the special crimes unit. So oh, okay. That's right. essentially like she handles meta human or like right. big sort of Superman style threats. Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. Obviously, right. they're not as effective as Superman, but they'll. You know they'll help Superman out, or they'll, you know, they're, they're, they're the, yeah they're, more they're, of the supervillain the... squad than the purse snatcher yeah. squad. Okay, okay, cool. Oh, you know, she's she's pretty cool. I mean, she had a small role here, but it was good to see that. You know, she was smoking in almost every panel. Uh, that's always fun to see. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, she takes no stick from from Mister Luthor. Luthor. She's a she's a pretty well developed character. Uh, yeah, she she's had a couple of arcs in these stories, which I've enjoyed. Probably because they, yeah. yeah. Don't tell me she has at some point gained some sort of superpower or been a superior. I hope she hasn't. No, she has. Hope. Oh, good. So I hope she's just she remains untainted. No, you know, this, that, yeah. this era of Superman, despite red infrared robots, is much more yeah. grounded than the. Okay. You know, everyone's getting superpowers. Yeah, you know how um, it's te- writers attempted to just, you know, long-standing characters that are human. Oh, let's just all of a sudden turn them, like you know, like Betty Ross. Uh, let's turn her into a Red Red Hulk. Yeah, no, there's there's none of that right now. Yeah, um, yeah good. So yeah, I love. Yeah. Uh, Lex is not impressed when she stands up to him. He's oh yeah, like this. Th- I mean, this is the because at the end, like. If you say yeah. that to Lex Luthor, he will ruin your life. Like, this is how petty and evil this guy is. Yeah. Because I remember reading this, and I'm like, besides Lois Lane, Clark Kent, and Perry White, she's probably the only person that's actually stood up to Lex. Ah. Um, and, 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 and that was a question I had for you as well in the later on. Does, does, uh, does she have an anarchy where Lex does make her life miserable? Uh, yeah. Oh. And that's uh, interesting. I noticed Lex has got big earlobes, just like me. Big, uh, big chins, too. <laughs> big chins. I'll tell you another person has big earlobes, uh, John Bernthal. Check him out next time. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has an interesting-looking head. Um. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, that'll be interesting to see her uh, an arc with her and Lex 
and see what he does and then see how she kind of battles through it i mean if you if you had more time you'd you'd definitely enjoy reading through the whole burn is this something you know that i don't know have i got a terminal illness or oh i mean i i don't know i just get the impression you don't get time (laughs) to read much (laughs) oh okay oh yeah yeah. i mean well (laughs) when you get more time i can point you towards reading because like uh, the whole burn run is probably something like fifty issues. Okay. Um, but it's 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 all of this quality. Uh, obviously, a lot of the issues are better as well. Some are a bit mm. worse, but you know, uh, sure. it's a very enjoyable run. Seeing like this Lex Luthor, this Superman. You know, it just it just continues yeah. on from the Man of Steel miniseries. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a grounded. Yeah. Relatively, um, but you didn't seem to mind this. You know, he's not no, flying. No. Up. He's not flying up into space no, all the time. I, I, but... I, I, I like this. It was a different. I mean, you know, and again, I'm visiting these things for the first time. But it might be. I don't know. It might be done a few times that you know of, Connor. But I like this uh, premise of Superman's powers going haywire. Uh, it's just something different, you know. Um, and <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll restrain myself. Uh, just something different, you know. To see Superman. Yeah. Um. um you know, he's not out in space. He's not. He's not saving civilians. Yeah, when he goes burning buildings. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, you you definitely like this run because it's. Uh, there's not really issues where he's just saving people, and he doesn't go into space much at all. I would like mm. when he goes into space in this run, like it was a big deal because okay. like he can't breathe in space. What? Uh, yeah, no, he, he like he can't breathe in space. He needs like a breathing apparatus if what? he goes into space. Hey, hang on, is this something that John Burns done or what? Yeah, yeah, like well, yeah, Superman okay. got nerfed uh, right. in this reboot. Like he's been nerfed, you know, so he can't. But I mean, is that done off off panel or, or or is there something that shows him getting nerfed? Well, remember John Burns' Man of Steel series? That was a hard reboot. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's this right. version of Superman that is like... Oh, okay. But surely he's an alien. Surely he could... What? Doesn't he fly around in space? What? I don't understand. Well, he can hold his breath for like an hour or two. He has very strong oh, lungs. He just can't... Like a whale. Yeah. He just can't go like to other galaxies and stuff. He generally... If he's in space, he generally stays pretty close to Earth. But can't he like go at super speed? Take him like two seconds to go... To the other end of the universe, right? No, he's not fast enough oh, to do that. Burnsy, what's he done? I'm sorry, Ray. Well, well that's where the I exile want him, story I want comes him in. chaining planets and yanking them and pulling them. That's, that's... I want him. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That's the early ones, early stuff, right? One of the reasons Exile's so great is because the whole thing's in space. But you know, he's not like he doesn't have the ability to travel across galaxies. He has this like this little teleporter thing that just puts oh. him into random sections of space. And he just has, God. like, you know... It's not Superman. That's just, like... Oh, he still flies man. around. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, flying man. <laughs> well, he's still... I know that... Well, that still, makes it interesting. I yeah. guess that makes it interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. Okay, I'll... Uh, can't breathe in space. That is a revelation to me. Well, this. it is It is weird, because before this point, he could breathe in space. Or he just mm. didn't need to breathe. I mean... But here's, a, here's a question. Like, apart from pre-nerf, Superman, you know, in space and stuff, could Superman um, stay indefinitely underwater? Like, could he? Because he, he, yeah. As long as there's a bit of sun, right? It's all he's all solar powered, like a big battery. So he doesn't need to breathe, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, doesn't like lo- logically, like the same would apply to underwater. Um, yeah, I'm, so, I'm pretty sure he's fine underwater. I mean, you never yeah, see so him... Then he should, okay, right. I never yeah, really saw okay. him underwater for that long in the old okay. stories because to that Superman, the ocean's not very big, I guess. <laughs> I yeah. But, I mean, you can go down to the depths and where there, where there is no sun. I have seen a documentary where the sun doth not shine down there. Would Superman survive in there? I don't know. Well, I think he would have had, like, he'd probably store enough solar energy. Ah, right. Last like him a day or something. So I was I was reading a story uh, in this read through I'm doing, and Superman was getting too close to the sun, and it, it was killing him because right. it was like burning him. So he's not. It wasn't sort of similar where he can sort of go into the sun and get a power up. 
you know what I mean? Right, it's yeah, like yeah. Actually, beating out his invulnerability. Um, I, I, I think he uh, doesn't stay nerfed. <laughs> okay. He comes back Good. to ridiculous, not Excellent. as ridiculous, but he, you know. Yeah. Uh, Bench press the earth. Not a bad day. <laughs> That's pretty damn good. I'll yeah. take that. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Okay. No, fine. Uh, I hope excellent. our listeners don't mind our like little nerd talks about Superman powers because they're fun. <gasps> they're not nerd talks, Connor. They are totally nerd talks. They're this is what nerds they are talk sophisticated. About. We're going to talk about after dinner a talk fight next. <laughs> Thanos yeah. versus Darkseid. Uh, Russell some feathers with that one. Yeah. Spoiler is dark side. No. No, no, no. Well, I don't know. I don't know dark side. I don't know, I don't know him from a bar of soap. Dark side he looks is like he looks cosmic like a bit of soap. and multiversal. Um, okay. So. Multi- okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So dark side would be more... You'd probably pit him more against uh, Beyonder or something, right? Yeah. Well, the whole dark side thing, he got Morrisoned. Uh, ah, uh, he got granted. Yeah. So he's <laughs> he's sort of like this. It's really interesting. He's sort of... I haven't read Final Crisis, but apparently he's like this big entity that exists on another realm. Right. And, like, you see his avatar in various okay. places, but that's not, like, the true extent of his power. Like, the extent of his power is supposed to be absolutely crazy. He's got... I don't know. I'm really keen to read Final Crisis, though. I've heard it's crazy and confusing, and there's, like, a... I don't know. <sighs> Thing, but so much, so much to read, Conrell. I know. This, uh, dang, DC, let alone Marvel, all the other universes are out. I guess, I guess we just have to. You just have to pick and choose, eh? Um, I'd love to read that. You got, you got me interested in that now as well. I'm gonna put that on the list. Problem is, uh, Final Crisis. Apparently, you just need to read so much before you read it. Yeah, I so... think you told me that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just going cold, going cold turkey. Oh man. Just, Go on, like go on cold it. turkey to Grant Morrison. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Take yeah. a nice bath. It'd be, be great. Yeah. Anywho. Yes. Um, so what do, how do we get onto that? Uh, Superman being nerfed. Uh, well, because I said he couldn't uh, breathe in space, so. Oh, uh, yeah. You got really yeah. thrown by that. Traumatised. Yeah. 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 No, it is, hey. it is weird, but. Yeah. You know. It's. It, it keeps him. It makes yeah. when he goes into space it's a bigger deal, I guess. Like, yeah, true. I don't know. I don't no. really mind because the writing's good. I guess like it, the, the yeah. powers and stuff don't matter to me as long as the writing is good. And like yeah. this is perfect evidence of that, I guess. I, I love space adventures; they're yeah. my preferred thing. But he rarely goes on them in this run. But I have no problem with that yeah. because it's a really well written run. So. Yeah. Oh, and look, Byrne does really well. He 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 mixes the the right balance of action, comedy, bit of drama, a uh, bit of villainy. It's all it's all good here. Yeah, and I I mm. I'll always love John Byrne's Clark Kent as well. Yeah, very good. He's he is a very good Clark Kent. Yeah, the and, round and good Perry, glasses. Good Perry White. I like the Perry White as well. Yeah. Well, um, oh yeah. So we're doing a new thing. Favorite yeah. quotes. From yeah. whatever we're covering, so exactly. Do do you want to start, Ray? Sure, exactly. I'm I'm on page fifteen. Yep. Superman's just smashed Clash through the building, and Superman thinks, but he penetrated halfway into the skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That just stuck out for me. Yeah, that that yeah. that's a pretty yeah. Like he didn't crash through the he like he penetrated. Halfway. He penetrated. It's, it's yeah. very logical. Um, yeah, it's pretty hard to do, but um, with a little help from Superman, he managed. He managed to penetrate the skyscraper. That's <laughs> <is> good. <laughs> what, what was yours, Connor? Connor, well, Connor, I had two. The first, I mean, so I didn't go with this one. But I'll mention it anyway. When he sees everyone naked and he just goes eep. Oh, that was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was looking for a quote in that that naked bit, but I couldn't find one. He was, yeah, he was yeah. a bit speechless. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah. uh, then I love... Uh, I love these... The I'll, I won't read the whole thing. I'll just read these first few lines. I don't like you, Luther. I never have. You're a user, and users make my skin crawl. I really, yeah. I really liked uh, that whole... It because uh, Luther is a worm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's I, I being thinking, stood up thinking, to. Yeah, I was thinking of that one as well. 
um, just because of <clears throat> because of Sawyer's remark there. And Keep I think a close eye on your butt. A user's user is a really good way to describe him as well. Like he just uses and discards people. So yeah, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So we're, very yeah, those fun. Are quotes. Yeah, very fun. It was very fun and very, uh, very nice, very pleasant to look at as well. And it, it, uh, it it's in that period of comics where it's uh, a bit less goofy as well. Uh, yeah. Despite seeing the skeletons, you know, you're not blowing up Dracula with a balloon. No. Um, which wasn't no. bad. That was great. But uh, it's just the comics are a bit, you know, this is a bit more... Uh, but this was fun. It was, done, yeah. it was, it was fun. done in a really fun way, like with a, you know, with a tongue-in-cheek. Like it was intentionally being silly at the beginning, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Spooky skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> Warning, yeah. Kent. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember when I was reading through the trade, and there's a there's a few head bending stories in the head bending or mind bending where he's oh, okay, yeah, you know yeah. um, where you like you don't really know what's happening and it's all surreal stuff. And I I open this issue and I just see the skeletons in the elevator. And I'm like, oh god, here we go again. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> luckily, it ends up being pretty straightforward. So yeah, uh, it's very hard to try and figure out what is happening with that first page, like. You just met with these three skeletons. Yeah. It looked like in a closet at first, but you know it's a lift. Uh, it has you have no idea what's going on? It was really good. Yeah, and like this, honestly, this in the overall quality of the run, like this would be a middle ground issue. Oh, okay, you know? really? Yeah, okay. like it's it's a fun little issue, but it's nowhere near the best the run has to offer. Um, wow. It's no, it's not the worst though either. There is mm-hmm. there is some. There is a couple issues which it does, but I don't think they're written by John Byrne because he really solid run this one. So okay, uh, right. uh, yeah. When you get more time to read, I'll, I'll definitely send these on to you because it is fifty issues, but it's a great run. So yeah, okay. Uh, oh, I'm keen to read the yeah the burn the burn stuff leads uh, straight into Exile as well. So oh, I saw Exile on special as well, but mm. thinking oh, I'm keen to get Exile. Just yeah. uh, yeah. It's not going anywhere. Good. Um, well, uh, we've we've talked about this issue a lot. I don't really have anything else to say. Um, no, uh, no. I think we've covered all the the cool points there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. when you think about it, with this issue, there's not that much to talk about. Most of what we talked about was uh, nerd stuff. Um, and, and the characters, and and uh, I don't know, yeah. I think, yeah, there was a bit there, yeah, and and just the. Yeah, the, the the plot device of what Lex had done, um, pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, ready to to give it our patented super rating. Yes. Um, uh, who went first last time? Oh, uh, I think I did. No, we did two last time. Yeah. So, I went first on the second one last time, so you go first. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm just trying to think of what we're going to give it out of. Um, Ooh, uh, yeah, skeletons or uh, or how about? I think yeah. I think skeletons or LexCorp satellites. I'll okay. I'll let you choose. All right, I I reckon I'll give it seven skeletons in the lift. I um I really I really enjoyed this uh more so than uh, what we did the Christmas ones last time. Yeah. Um. It was just fun, right? There's no sentimentality or, you know, which is nothing wrong with that, having heartwarming stories, but this was just a fun, action-packed comic. So well-drawn, characters, you know, well-fleshed out, and and there were a a few, a handful of good characters that had meaty roles in this. So, uh, yeah, so uh, give it seven, seven skelly tones. How about yourself, Connell? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it seven as well. Um, Ooh. It's not it's not one of the greats or anything. It's just it's uh, so solid that it's really, really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, well, look, my marking system, if you start giving seven and a halfs and eights, you're starting to venture into the territory of, you know, pay attention to this issue. So seven is not far off from that. Yeah, like I've I've given some good issues like sixes and six point fives, but this this doesn't this the only flaw in this issue is probably 
clash being red, but even that really yeah. has a reason. Yeah, uh, he is just well. Maybe his design. I think his design's a bit he's, generic. He's so Very, generic, but yeah, Clash is not what the story is about. And he exactly. he looks physical enough to hold Superman's head in that thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, which which you know, let's um, not forget that it was actually a VR thing, right? So Lex was actually doing all those movements for Clash. I'm assuming, right? I think he, he was VR... like controlling him with his head or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, okay. uh, yeah, great yeah, issue. But, uh, yeah, uh, I recommend checking it out. Or if you're really dedicated, I recommend just reading this run, starting with the Man of Steel Volume One. There is nine volumes, which collects all of Burns' run. Mm-hmm. Uh, this issue takes place in Volume Five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, A- and um, mind you, I got my copy from Comicsology, so it's readily available to pick up yes. as a single issue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can pick this up as a single issue as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I like this. The artwork was great. It was, you know, the writing was great. Uh, there was never any dialogue that didn't, um, except for that brief bit with Maggie Sawyer, but, like, no one ever felt out of character or no one ever said any stupid lines. And Lex, yeah. Lex was great. He was saying things like brainless female and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Brainless woman, that yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Lex. Anyway, piece piece um, of work. Um, he's a he's a piece of work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, funny issue. It's a it's a good. Yeah. I don't know. Does uh, the colors? I've got to give mention of the colors. Well, actually, because we did mention colors in, in some of the previous issues, I I thought these were quite successful. It was very bright. It was yes. good. Um, everything was. Well lit, if you can kind of say that as well. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't too bright. It, it suited it no. perfectly. Um, yeah. And we yeah. should mention uh, Tom. Tom Zuiko did the coloring. Yeah. Yeah, I think. And um, you know, Carl yeah. Kiesel did the inking. Inking was great as well. Yes, inking is very important too. So mm. don't forget, kids. Thank your inkers and colorists as well. Exactly. Yeah. Forget about beca- becoming a writer or an artist. Become an inker. They're good. Yeah. Oh, seriously. <laughs> no, no, you're well. Or a colorist. Become a, become whatever you want, but you know, inkers and inkers and colorists are appreciated yeah. by, you know, a lot of the la people. the last sons of Krypton. The last sons of Krypton. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well. Excellent. So, well, that that wraps up that issue. Mm-hmm. Um, as you mentioned, next episode we have our first. Kind of it. It's a we we first have a like our first guests. Yes. Um, so that will and, be exciting. Mm-hmm. Who were they again? Sorry, Connor. Connor L. For those people are listening, the Krypton Report podcast. Ah, I'll, yes. I'll put a link in the show notes. Mm. Uh, we will be talking about Superman the movie, uh, yes. possibly in multiple installments, because yep. there's a lot to cover. There is so much to talk about. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, uh, I can't think of, I can't think of much else where there's more to talk about than that, you know, yeah. like the yeah. man, man of Steel and Batman v Superman would definitely be up there with amount to talk about, uh, you know, but yeah, cra- crazy amount of stuff. So what we're going to do is we're going to see how we go for time because we know people don't like huge episodes, so... Uh, you know, we break we might up. we might we might break it up. So we might yeah. record uh, Krypton and Smallville part. Then we might record the next yeah. part. So you know, uh, yeah. But either way, you guys will find out soon. If you yeah. have, as long as we have one episode dedicated to when Superman reverses the orbit of the Earth. I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> a hell of yeah. a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, uh, don't don't worry. Most most of what I say about the Krypton and Smallville sections will be positively glowing. Nice, good, good. If uh, my favorite, they would be my favorite parts of the movie if Chris Reeve didn't exist. Oh, because whenever Chris Reeve is on screen, even if it's a really dumb, stupid scene, you still enjoy it because it's Chris yeah, Reeve. That's um, true. You know, yeah. like he he sell he sells it. He sells it so well, even if the writing is appealing, he still sells it. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> so really. He, he, his um, his acting chops came from none, nothing but the best, right? He um, 
was a yeah. theater actor, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't remember where he studied, but uh, I was in that documentary. But he's got good um, pedigree of acting. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I should watch the the documentary as well. Um, yeah. Yes. Well. Yeah. yeah. All right. Looking forward to that. That will be something to talk about. So, uh, as usual, guys, if you have any thoughts, emails, uh, complaints, maybe you want us to shut up about different continuities because it's hurting your brain. Nah. I would totally understand. <laughs> nah, it's great. Because, <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, you're right. Super listeners, yeah. If, if something is not, you know, to your liking, please let us know. We're yeah. happy to hear from you. Yeah, no, definitely. We we would be happy to hear from you. Um, so yes, yeah. I suppose that wraps us up. So until next time. Until next time, I um, uh, am going to try to keep my powers under check and uh, hopefully won't be attacked by some unforeseen infrared robot. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna try and control the eye beams and just... <laughs> oh, will you, Connor? Will you? I'm just going to try you and not... Yeah, pass by that, that girl's change room, locker room, I'm sure. Whoa, be... I was thinking I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try and not think about red-headed women who happen to be named Jane. It'll just uh, yeah, it'll yeah, just yeah. set me off. I'm telling you, I'll start screaming, Gene. Gene. I'll start blasting yeah. everything with my beams and getting messy. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So have fun, guys. Catch you later. Bye. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.